Welcome to Gain That Tune. Game that tune, everybody. Episode 35 in the house. It's, uh, oh, it's gonna be a fun night, man. Um, you know, apart from the fact that, uh, the podcast was tragically attacked by ninjas just prior to broadcasting. And, uh, you know, we lost one of our uh, Game That Tune regulars, Jesse, kidnapped by ninjas. We're gonna have to become some bad dudes, rescue him in time for the next show. But, uh, you were bad enough, dude, to listen to our ninja show. Exactly. Without the man who chose the ninja theme, you know, I think we are bad enough dudes. Uh, it's, uh, it's your boy, the bad dude, John Harrington. With us, as always, we got uh, John Regan, but uh, this time he's, he, if you're watching us live on Twitch, he is definitely uh, possibly a ninja, possibly a librarian. Not really sure which one. <laughs> it could be both. Yeah. <laughs> ninja librarian. And, uh, <laughs> and we got David. Say what's up. What's up? Oh yeah. So um, yeah, the theme tonight is ninjas. And if it's uh, your first time joining us on Game That Tune, what we do around here is we listen to music from video games. We've each brought three songs from a game. We uh, hear the songs, hear a little trivia, try and guess the games based on the songs, and then you know goof off, have some fun. Whoever gets the most right gets to pick a game or pick a theme for the next episode and play their bonus music to close out the show. And so Jesse won last week, and he chose the theme of ninja games, games in which you can play as a ninja. I thought about it, and I thought he, for a second there just meant games featuring ninjas, and there's like a fuck ton of games that actually feature ninjas, but uh, fewer, slightly fewer games that let you actually play as a ninja. But there's still <laughs> plenty of ninja games, so I think uh, I think we got a nice wide, uh, you know, wide variety to pick from. Um, so yeah, all three of us brought a game. We got a request, and uh, yeah, man, I think it's gonna be a I think it's gonna be a fun show. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think it's, I think it's gonna be great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm trying really hard to come up with a ninja pun. I was I thinking can't. the same thing, man. Ninja is a tough pun. <laughs> it's just. A... I think it's gonna be a ninjtacular show. It shrieking will. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I think it's just time to start it up, man. Game one, what's going on? Game one.
indeed. short tunes you guys ready for some trivia oh yeah yes all right so let me see here where did i put my trivia where to put my trivia so this is from the sega genesis release of this game um there were a lot of home editions of this game uh man it's so hard like all the good trivia just kind of gives it away it was on a mixtape in a previous episode. Let me oh, just come say on. That. <laughs> and then <laughs> <John> gets pissed. <laughs> uh, gotta step these trivia games up, man. But game that tune history counts as trivia, I guess. <laughs> and um, I don't know. Do you want like a real hint, or do you guys probably know this anyways? And it's all right, and we should just move on to the next song. Or what do you want to do? I mean, I I've got a pretty good handle on it, but you know. I guess another hint is that it was very fucking controversial when this game came out. Great. Is that it with because it featured extreme violence and gore using uh, realistic digitized graphics? There. Oh, it, okay. There it went over the top. <laughs> <laughs> ah, damn it! <laughs> you took it one step too far. <laughs>
Thanks, John. <laughs> Honestly, if it wasn't for the trivia, I never would have gotten this. Really? <laughs> Did you listen to the mixtape? <laughs> of right, well, course I answers. did. And uh, I say before you even show up, like, do I do a hat trick when it's just two of us? I, I got you. Combat. <laughs> Mortal Kombat. Those are correct. <laughs> <laughs> yes. God damn it, John. That's so good. Yep. <laughs> Oh god, if I had if I'd have thought I would have gone through clips of the wizard and gotten the sound effect of the guy saying Ninja Gaiden Hi Oh man, you know, I I actually did do that and then I forgot to upload it to my soundboard before the show started and I don't feel like messing with it. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah man, Mortal Kombat, fucking classic. Um there's nothing needs to be said about it. It's an all time classic if you're seven years old and it's nineteen ninety two or three. <laughs> you know, man, my parents did not care for that game. <laughs> they're not like uh, they're not like you know uptight people either. But something about that game really, really rubbed them the wrong way. And they were you know they they didn't like the Super Nintendo version. You know, it didn't even have the you good were, fatalities. Like, punching sweat out of people. Yeah, they're beating the sweat <laughs> out your ass. <laughs> like, uh, good workout. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, that's I think that's what put it over the top whenever they heard, like, oh, well, there's no blood in this version. Like, you know, okay, fine, we'll think about it. Then, you know, Mortal Kombat 2 came out and they thought the same thing. Wrong. You know, boom. You know, me and my brother were going to have that blood one way or another. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Um, I love Mortal Kombat, man. It's, uh, you know, it's, uh, yeah, old school and a lot of fun. And I haven't played the original one in a long time because last time I played it, I was like, "Wow, this is uh, this is old. It feels old. <laughs> like <laughs> it feels like it's you know one of those old fighting games that has only been improved upon you know over time." How long has it been since you guys played Mortal Kombat? Long time. Yeah. David. It has been years upon years. I actually never really played this game when it first came out. Right. It was kind of a Super um, Nintendo Sega Genesis situation, so I could see how it would miss your household. <laughs> kind of skip over me, but I do remember um, high school, college era, there was a like Midway Classic Collection disc that had all the old Midway arcade games, so I mm. bought that. It's like, oh hell yeah, the original Mortal Kombat! Wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So this is where it all started. <laughs> I just remember that game being super stiff. Yeah. Like, no, it's it, not fluid at all. Yeah, it's clunky as fuck. But, uh, you know, man, back in the day, I didn't know what good fighting game mechanics were. And, uh, you know, me and my brother, we put some time into that bitch. Like, you know, ugh. Anyway, you could be so cheap in that game. There were so many... You know, so many fights started between me and my brother that resulted from him, like, foot-sweeping me repeatedly when I, like, couldn't block. Or, you know, just, yeah, games of Mortal Kombat that did not go well for either of us that resulted in actual fistfights in our, you know, in the basement of our house. <laughs> like, uh, and looking back on it, it's like, wow, that was such a, such an easy game to cheap-ass somebody in and, <laughs> like, uh, and shame somebody in because you just, you know, beat them up until they, you know, they're, you know, ready to be finished off, and then you either, uh, you know, straight up murder them, or you just, you know, give them the one little jab in the face, and say, you know what, you're not even worth a fatality, I'm not even doing it, 
or you mess up the fatality and jab them in the face by accident. One or the other. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, nice, uh, nice pick there, Johnny. Um, you know, for uh, for those not in the know, who are the who are the ninjas in Mortal Kombat? People know about Mortal Kombat, oh. though, right? <laughs> I think they do. Yeah. Do they still make Mortal Kombat? Is that still around? Yeah, man. Yeah, they just uh, there was like a huge reboot not too long ago, and now they're yeah. making Mortal Kombat games semi regularly. Boom. Oh, okay. Cool. Got it on PS4. It's actually really fucking good. Like they they overhauled the fighting mechanics like crazy, and everybody's got different fighting styles, and it's got a big roster. And, and you can download Jason and Predator and all kinds of crazy crap. Nice. So. But, yeah, I believe the it was Sub-Zero and Scorpion were the ninjas in the first one. And then uh, Reptile was a hidden secret fighter in the first one, right? Or did he not show up until the second? No, he was in the first one. That was, that was why I was trying to get you with that uh, that little trivia. Because uh, you couldn't play as him, but you could unlock him by completing the pit you know, the fight on the pit in a certain way, you would end up in the bottom of the pit, you know, surrounded by, you know, dismembered corpses, and uh, you would get to fight Reptile. And, uh, yeah. As a kid, I always thought that was, like, you know, bullshit until my friend showed me that you could actually do it. I'm like, holy shit. You got, like, oh my god. <laughs> Although, wasn't, wasn't Reptile in the first game, like, just a palette swap of Scorpion and Sub-Zero, and it yeah. was only in the second game where he got his own move? Yeah, honestly, I don't remember if he had actual special moves in the fight, because I only fought him a couple of times. But yeah, once he was in the second one, yeah, he was still just the green ninja, but, you know, he had his own moves, and they were pretty fucking cool. So, yep. Man, those guys. And then they just kept doing that. They just kept taking the uh, the same thing and swapping the palette. You got, uh, you know, Smoke. Smoke? And yeah. Ermac. And, Rain. Uh, Rain, yes. Uh, noob Cybot. Oh, yeah, you gotta have Noob. And then eventually you got, you know, the uh, the robot ninjas, you know, Cyrax and Sector and Robot Smoke. So, yep, pretty dope. Um, yeah. I was reading about it. Uh, you know they came up with Ermac and put him in, like, I guess, I don't remember if he was in the second game or in the third game for the first time. But, like, it was all because, like, guys were trying to, like, kind of data mine the game and find something, like, find more hidden things. And they found a document titled, you know, Ermax, which is, like error macros it was some kind of like error debugging thing and they're like oh my god ermax like who's ermac <laughs> and yeah, then uh they just you know they thought there was this hidden character and nobody knew how to unlock it and you know ed boone was like eh fuck it throw it in the game <laughs> like make him the red one <laughs> done what, how, what do you want us to do? How are we supposed to? Do we have the ninja palette? Uh, make him red. Yeah. He's a red ninja. <laughs> We've had yeah. blue, yellow, green. I guess we got to go red. <laughs> yeah. And then we'll go purple. <laughs> do we have orange? Have we done orange? Uh, we'll come back to orange. Uh, <laughs> uh, black. White? No, not white. Mm, no. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man. What about uh, chartreuse? Damn it, Tony, get yeah, out of the exactly. office. Plaid? No, you're fired. <laughs> oh my yeah. god, can you imagine if there was a Blackwatch plaid ninja in Mortal Kombat? Can you imagine uh, you filled out a job application and you had to explain that you were let go from your last job because you suggested they should make a plaid ninja? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was costume designer on Mortal Kombat and I thought, you know, patterns, and they fired me. Um, so... <laughs> I'd like a, you know, I'm looking for new opportunities. <laughs> uh, but, uh, man, yeah. Uh, Mortal Kombat was great. I can't remember if there was ever any way to play. I don't think in the first one you could ever play as Shang Tsung or Goro. 
But, uh, man, I always wanted to, because those guys, I mean, Shang Tsung was kind of lame in the first one, but Goro, man, Goro is legendary. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's just, you know, and then once, like, he ha they added him into games where you could play as him, he's su such a cheap fucking character. Like, you just do, like, the up-down fucking teleport stomp on your ass move, and it's just, you know, there's another way that fist fights were started in my house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, God. So, yeah. Uh, Mortal Kombat. Classic game. Never played it as a good sport. It's been a long, long time. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I'm glad uh, I'm glad it's still going. Because, uh, have you played, have either of you played the, the newer one, Mortal Kombat X? Um. Uh, I have not. I have not, but I wanted to. Yeah, have you seen any videos of the fatalities that are in the game? Yes. Yeah. And I think my favorite is, it's Cassie? It's the daughter of Luke Cage, where she rips the head off, takes a selfie, and then posts it on, like, the Mortal Kombat version of Facebook. Yeah, and everybody starts commenting on it. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah, Cassie Cage, Johnny Cage's daughter. That's how old the series is. They're, it's old enough that, like, the, the characters have kids, and they're now in the game as fighters. Uh, so good on them for having some kind of running storyline, I guess. But, uh, but yeah, I think my favorite of the new ones is uh, Johnny Cage, actually. I don't remember what he does exactly, but he, he fucking, like, punches straight through you, and then, like, he, you know, rips into your torso and sticks his head through and just says, Here's Johnny! <laughs> just oh, like in God. The Shining. <laughs> it's like, it's just like, you know, I'm playing this, and I'm like, God damn, this is really, really graphically disgusting. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Like my wife was watching me play and she's just like not having it like mm -mm. yeah no you slice the top of that guy's head off and just left his tongue like waggling out of his mouth like no it's not for me like yeah but come on <laughs> like if you kick somebody like right in the nose they're the top of their head's supposed to fly off they're like pest dispensers right like that's how, <laughs> that's how people I mean, are in the mortal combat mortal world combat Mortal Kombat has always been incredibly strict um, in their reference to anatomy. Everybody yeah. has approximately six rib cages in them, right? <laughs> you blow up somebody as Raiden, and yeah, just rib cages go flying everywhere. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. The classic Mortal Kombat fatalities were great. Except on the Super Nintendo. It was home to, like, the worst one of all. I think it was Johnny Cage's fatality on the Super Nintendo one. He just, like, stuck his foot in you, and you died. Like, there was no blood. <laughs> there, you, know, it, 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 you know, it's not even like he kicks the shit out of you. It's not like you go flying. He kicks you, and you go, Whoa! and fall over. And it's just like, what happened? <laughs> like, how was that a fatality? Did, he, did his foot go in him? I don't get it. Like, <laughs> what happened? <laughs> but, uh... Uh, yeah, the, the original fatalities are great. Kano gets to rip your heart out, and Sonya blows you up with a poisonous kiss or something. And, of course, Sub-Zero had the best classic one where he rips your head out with the spine attached. Because, <laughs> like, you know, that demonstrates a great understanding of human anatomy. If you fucking uppercut the shit out of somebody, their head and their spine comes off, you know, like fish bones. <laughs> like, <laughs> the yes. move that invented the ERSB. Yes. The yeah, <laughs> it's, you know... Oh, that really pissed off a lot of people, and but not me. You know, my parents didn't know what I was doing at the arcade. It wasn't until you know that shit got on the news that they're like, "Wait, what is this?" <laughs> and you want us to buy this for you, and so you can play it at home? <laughs> no. <laughs> like, <sighs> whatever. I'm gonna go over to my friend's house. He has the Genesis version anyway. There's more blood. Boom. But uh, 
Yeah, man. <laughs> Mortal Kombat's dope. And the Sega Genesis soundtrack is, like, extra dope. It's got somehow more of a unique yeah. feel than, like, the Super Nintendo version. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, so... I just imagine your parents getting pissed when they find you playing Mortal Kombat as punishment to take away three of your rib cages. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I needed those rib cages. <laughs> three of my rib cages. How am I going to function with only six? <laughs> exactly. Uh, if you knew how many fist fights I was getting in over the outcome of Mortal Kombat fights, you'd know I need all these rib cages. Like, come on. <laughs> But, uh, anyway, fuck yeah, man. Great pick. Uh, you know, uh, classic that's not actually, uh, not actually all that great, but I'm glad that, uh, glad the series is, uh, still around and decent. You know, let us not speak of the couple of years where they went 3D. Um, so yeah, uh, shall we, uh, shall we keep it going? Game two? Yes. Yeah. Game two. like ninjas yep that's how they get you (laughs) (laughs) think this is some nice music next thing you know you're dead yeah boom ninjas
Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, pretty good. So, uh, this is our uh, request for this episode, and uh, it actually comes from Jesse, our co-host, who is unable to make the episode because he is currently uh, occupied by, uh, you know, being kidnapped by ninjas. So, um, I guess it's not really a request. It's just Jesse's game, and we have to talk about it like he's, you know, well, <laughs> while he's not here. So, he's uh, he's really missing that. But uh, shout out to Jesse. Um, in in this game, there is a secret passage in the Cafe Howdy or Pub Lolly Ho in the Dwarven Castle of the Underworld that leads to a place called the Developer's Room. In it are recolored sprites that are meant to be the developers of the game. In the DS release of the game, the developers of the DS remake are in the room instead. This area was cut from several versions of the game, however, because it is possible to find a pornographic magazine in the room called Lustful Lolly Ho. <laughs> song one very short and two wow does not indicate the nature of this game Uh, (laughs) yeah not at all um i beg to differ (laughs) pretty much got it yeah okay i'm ready all right Uh, let's see it gentlemen (laughs) john regan says golden 964 uh close david fleming says final fantasy 4 that's correct There it is, man. Uh, Well done, David. Was it the Samba de Chocobo that gave it away? uh... Yeah, as soon as I heard the Chocobo music, I was like, well, it's definitely a a Super Nintendo game. And then I heard the Chocobo music and said, oh, it's a Final Fantasy game. Wait, we've used six. Yeah. Well, (laughs) that narrows it on down. Uh, I was like, can you play as a ninja in Final Fantasy IV? Probably. <laughs> Otherwise, it would not be appropriate for this episode of the show. Uh, I'm pretty yeah, can... sure there's a ninja in, like, every Final Fantasy game. Yeah, ninja is a class, apparently, in, like, almost every Final Fantasy game. In this one, uh, I guess the character's name is Edge, and uh, he's one of the more well-liked characters, I guess, in Final Fantasy IV, probably because he's a ninja, and ninjas are cool. Um, yeah. But I don't know enough about Final Fantasy IV to uh, <laughs> really talk at much length about it. Um, I was, you know, I was playing it actually a little bit, you know, once, uh, Jesse told me, you know, to use this game and, you know, I don't remember if I played it when I was a kid, but this is one of those games that like, I don't know, I, I was, uh, I struggled to get into games like this when I was a kid, just something about it, uh, like the presentation didn't do it for me. Like there's, you know, you got the, it's like rooms set up with like, you know, blocks just like floating in like a monotone, like a monochrome, like background, like. You know, I don't know. It's not. It doesn't feel. You know, whenever you're in the game, it doesn't feel like a full world. If you know what I mean. Like, you know, 
it came out really early in the Super NES life cycle, so, you know, like, whenever I guess I was probably, you know, I got my Super NES shortly after that, and then, like, you know, I got into games like Secret of Mana, or, you know, like, other games like that, where you're actually moving around a world, and it's not just, like, a series of interconnected screens with, like, edges, like, I don't know, it's tough to describe, but if you look up the game, you'll see what the visuals no, no, look no, I, like. I know exactly what you mean, like... The original NES Final Fantasies were just kind of like room to room to room to room. Yeah, exactly. And they, you know, they didn't do a, like a great job of filling in. You know, I don't know. Somehow, like it's like since it's Final Fantasy four or you know, Princess two, whatever you want to call it, it's early on in the series, so they hadn't really gotten the presentation quite right. Like it doesn't really feel like a world. It just feels like a series of rooms. And you know, I don't know. It's, you know, as a kid, games like that didn't do it for me. So. You know, I'm sure it's a great game because it's Final Fantasy and it's on the Super NES, and these are very well liked. But, uh, but yeah, it. Uh, you know, I could see why Kid Me would have moved on to something else. So you know, because just I don't know, Super NES had you know they were capable of really great things, and the battles in this game are really great looking. The sprite work in the battles is fucking awesome. You know, and it's got you know the cool backgrounds, and it's got you know little dynamic flying scenes and things like that. But uh, yeah, for the most part. Yeah, the little, you know, actually moving around the world just, you know, didn't quite do it. But that's, uh, it's not a dig at the game. It's just me talking about, you know, aesthetics. <laughs> you know, it's a Final Fantasy game. I mean, I, you know, I'm confident that it's good. I kind of wanted to, like, keep playing it. I, I left it on my computer to save state and, uh, wait, no, I don't emulate games. What am I saying? Uh, you, I, uh, you paused your Super Nintendo. Yes, exactly. I paused my Super Nintendo and I told my wife, please don't bump it. Please don't unplug it. <laughs> you know, I'm sure you have something more important that needs the plug, but I'm going to need this to stay on. And you know, Final <laughs> Fantasy 2, parentheses 4, definitely not a rare Super NES cartridge. It definitely didn't cost me any money to uh, have it. So, yeah, you know, I just, you know, I've got it. Uh, yeah, pause somewhere in my house. Connected to my TV. That's right. Um, but yeah, and uh, uh, far for the course on Jesse's trivia. Uh, I have no idea what he's talking about, but I like that there's a room in which you can find uh, Final Fantasy themed porno mags, and uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just little uh, little touches that fill in that Final Fantasy world. <laughs> so I call that room every room in my house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> really, yeah. every room of your house has developers of Final Fantasy games <laughs> looking at porn. No, fi- just Final Fantasy porn magazines. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, there's porn magazines of... of Final Fantasy developers. Yes. Oh, I didn't realize that you had a subscription to Moogle Asses as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, yeah. I got that got that issue where you know Omatsu he did that uh, that spread. And I mean spread. <laughs> yeah. It's good, man. <laughs> See, now I'm just imagining, like, five close-up pictures of Hironobu Sakaguchi's mustache. <laughs> just really sexy mustache pictures. Uh, Sakaguchi, he did a, you know, did a spread, but nobody knew about it because he did it under the name Mike Honcho. <laughs> so, uh, oh, man, yeah. This is why we need Jesse here when we talk about Final Fantasy games. Because, <laughs> like, uh, you know, I know of them, but I mostly can just make, uh, you know, barely references to them. Um, I, need to, I need to play a lot more of the old Final Fantasy games. 
I recently got the uh, HD remake of Final Fantasy X and X-2 for the PS4, so I'm going to be playing the shit out of that. Trying to, trying to catch it back up on uh, on my Final Fantasy, because Final Fantasy XV is coming out this year, and it looks fucking great. So, yeah. See, and I then, apparently made the wrong decision, because when I had the Wii and the Wii Virtual Console, and I had the choice of downloading Final Fantasy IV or Final Fantasy VI, I downloaded Final Fantasy VI. I don't think that's a bad decision. I think that's kind of regarded as like one of the best games in the history of uh, Super Nintendo. So, yeah. Yeah, but in terms right. of this show in this moment, I oh, have yeah. nothing to bring to the <laughs> yeah. table. Other than I almost got it, yeah, but then exactly. I didn't. I'm aware of it. <laughs> yeah. that's, so, uh, so, did you play this game? No. Yeah. I thought about it, yeah. but I didn't. That's what I, you know, that's that's what I'm bringing to the table. I I emulated it for 30 minutes before playing before uh, coming on the show. And uh, let's see, things I know. Your main character's name is Cecil, possibly Cecil. Uh, he is a banished right. airship captain. And uh, by I'm the time I'm gonna have to interrupt you there, John, because I'm gonna have to correct you. There was a, a weird thing with your accent because it sounded like you said emulated, but I think what you said popped into my Super Nintendo. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's <laughs> that's what it's called, right? I mean, did you guys you guys didn't emulate all your games by putting them into your video game consoles. <laughs> so that's what we do. <laughs> it's it's a regional dialect. <laughs> Well, I'm from Utica, and I've never heard anybody use the word emulated. <laughs> um, Clearly, that's um, the hippest Tallahassee slang. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. Or kids just don't understand fucking classic video games. Like, oh, man, you emulated that through a Super Nintendo? You mean played it? Yes. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um... Yeah, I do like the idea that in the third, like, in, like in thirty years from now, kids will have a hard time understanding a language. Being like, yeah, back then you emulated Super Nintendo on the Nintendo. Any, I don't. This joke sucks. You had to emulate, and then you lost. You had to emulate your it. games by hooking them into the console on which they were designed and hooking it up to a TV <laughs> and playing it using a controller. It was a really complicated emulation process, <laughs> right? <laughs> It's called playing a game. Yeah, yeah. No, (laughs) the joke is that there is no joke, John. You gotta just trudge through it. Uh, (laughs) Jeez. But uh, anyway, yeah. So uh, we'll get Jesse on. You know, (laughs) I'll I'll get him to record something in uh, in post, just saying, you know, five minutes on this game, or not. Uh, We'll save it all for when he does his inevitable Final Fantasy mixtape. He just. He does five minutes and just pauses for laughter or comments a little bit. <laughs> yeah, he just does five moment. minutes of him reacting, him listening to us, and then just going, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we just edit that in the background. Jesse was here the whole time, folks. He's fine. <laughs> yeah. No, I love this game and, like, the story. Oh, the story was so great. You know, you follow Cecil and everything. And I'm going to pause here because I'm pretty sure John's going to make a dick joke. Yeah. So then you follow Cecil. Uh, yep. Um, but yeah, Final Fantasy IV, uh, classic game, and uh, one that we will delve into further on a future Game That Tune mixtape. So uh, look forward to that. And uh, Johnny, let's uh, let's uh, let's take it uh, take it to Game Three. Game Three.
Sweet. Whew. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I like it a lot. sweet yeah yeah who's interested in a little trivia to go along with their awesome music i mean i absolutely need it music being awesome yes. is not enough for me to identify it sadly in this case um <laughs> so this game features multiple unlockable costumes for the main character several of which reference other ninjas including ibuki from street fighter Guy from Final Fight, and Kenji from Red Earth. Hmm. Okay.
John. How are you feeling? I'm feeling uh, not very good at all. <laughs> Surprising no one. Probably I chose. An <laughs> well, well, while John um, jots down his answer, I chose that last song because it is a remix of one of the most recognizable songs in this series. And an interesting note about the music, most of the music is remixes, but they tried to do everything they could to make it sound like it came from the original arcade machine. Mm-hmm. Is that a fact? Mm-hmm. <laughs> John, you're struggling. I can sense it. You've been struggling ever I'm since very... you took off that ninja mask. Yeah, I really should not have taken that off. Yeah, one, it revealed your hair, two. You look really sweaty now. Hey. <laughs> no, just saying. You look like you've been wearing a ninja mask for a while. <laughs> okay. I got a answer. Golden eye. All right. <laughs> Damn it. John Regan says ghosts and goblins. That is incorrect. Uh, John Damn. Harrington says strider. Judges? We will take it. Right. Sweet. <laughs> Uh, uh, more specifically, this is the 2014 game Strider. Not oh yeah. to be confused with the Strider of the arcade or Strider the NES or Sega Genesis port of the arcade game. That's the, that's the thing. I you know I didn't want to write down just Strider to be like, well that covers the series. But you know at the same time I didn't know I couldn't remember what year it came out. But I didn't want to write like Strider PS3 or Strider Princes New. But like it's obviously the new Strider because. <laughs> That ain't no NES music. <laughs> See, that's, and that's uh, one of the annoying things. Like, I hate when game companies do this. Like, oh, we're going to make a, a remake, a new game, and give it the exact same title. No! Yeah, it's exactly. confusing. Just, I mean, seriously, just call it something stupid like Neo Strider or, you know, Strider. You know, just you know, do Nintendo's thing. New Strider. <laughs> what is it? New Strider oh, DS. God, no. <laughs> Strider World. <laughs> Done. New Strider Wii U DS3. Yeah. <laughs> Strider Sports Resort. Wait, no. <laughs> actually, that game sounds awesome. Yeah, dude, if it was just a bunch of ninjas competing in Wii Sports, <laughs> actually, I'd play the fuck out of that. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, so, uh, this is the um, redone, remastered, revamped new Strider game. Sweet. Um, you know, I uh, sadly have never played a game in the Strider series. I know him... Uh, I know of the series, and I know that it's cool, but I know Strider uh, primarily, parentheses exclusively, from the Marvel vs. Capcom series. So, um, yeah, man, uh, have you played these games? Talking to me or John? You, the one who chose the music. (laughs) Yes, I did. Um, I've played the Genesis version? Yeah. Must have been the Genesis version of Strider because I was trying to think I don't know if they ported the arcade version in like one of those classic collections but I'm pretty sure it was the Genesis version and I have played the new Strider cool um, I almost went with the Genesis one but I was like no that's too that's too easy it's too and then I started genre-y. listening to like exclusively the soundtrack to this one I was like damn this music's actually really really good yeah I mean you know Say what you will about taking uh, taking classic video game music and remastering it over and over again, but uh, for a series like Strider where that hasn't been done to death, uh, yeah, good uh, good call. <laughs> yeah. Capcom will drive. Actually, yeah. 
Go it's a really cool game because, um, like the first Strider, it's arcade game, so it's just level to level to level, fight enemies and then fight a boss. Okay. Whereas this one was more of like a Metroidvania, explore the area, power yourself up. But it was also kind of weird because you just powered up your sword, and it it wasn't like there were magic barriers or anything. There were just certain door locks you had to hit with a different sword power up. Hmm. So it didn't make any kind of logical sense. Right. I mean, it's not like, you know, Metroid, oh, you need a missile to open this. You need a bomb to open this. Just let me hit it with my sword differently, yeah. and that'll <laughs> open the door. Yeah, that sword's not quite good enough to open this door. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> yeah. uh. Cool, man. So, I mean, when you say power sword, does it just get bigger, or do you learn, like, new moves, or... Uh... Um, it's been a while since I've played it, but I think it's just like certain attributes to it get powered up. Um, I know it changes color. You've got like a red one, a green one, and I think like a purple one. Um, cool. But yeah, it was much more instead of just straight left to right kill everything. Like there was a lot of exploration. You were you went into like the enemy base and went like sector to sector to sector exploring around. Awesome. Climbing climbing up walls, fighting bad guys. It's pretty damn cool. Something involving robot animals? Do you summon robot animals as Strider? You do get a like super move where you summon a giant robot phoenix, and there's this nice. little cutscene of like the phoenix like flying out and just decimating everything. That's it's pretty awesome. great. Robot Badass. phoenix, uh, yeah. I don't know how you do a robot phoenix. Sounds like a malfunctioning robot. Like, oh shit, that was just supposed to be a bird, but it's on fire. Fuck it, robot phoenix. Like, uh, <laughs> this is gonna be cool. Here it comes. <laughs> I'm going to attack you with my giant robotic eagle. Uh, that thing's on fire. Phoenix, I said Phoenix. 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 <laughs> Get him, Robo Fox. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, man. Uh, kind of wish I knew more about these uh, these games because you know, like I said, I you know, I knew him from the Marvel vs. Capcom games. And I'm like, well, that's an interesting little obscure Capcom guy. He's you know, ninja with like a little like kind of laser looking sword thing, and he's sending robot dogs and things after you and you know fucking light me up with uh, that weird you know like ultra combo he does where he summons a thing and it just shoots shit at you I'm like i wonder what that game is <laughs> like because that seems like it'd be cool outside of a fighting game and uh yeah i'm a little behind on the strider series you know seems like uh there should have been more games in the series i don't know why they didn't make a bunch of these like you know, fun platforming action robots laser swords like come on Capcom you know this shit writes itself <laughs> something I didn't realize um, but as I was looking because I was thinking of like what's a good ninja game it's like oh Strider is awesome wait what about that other Strider game so I started like researching and finding trivia and everything apparently Strider is not a game character he's originally like a manga character hmm. and like whoever the creator was got up with got a deal with Capcom and said you know I don't want him to just be a comic character let's do games maybe let's do an anime like let's do cross media promotion so that's why like they put him in everything for a bit and then I guess the deal went sour so that's why he wasn't like popping up again in Marvel vs. Capcom and then right. so many people wanted him that they figured out the licensing to put him back in and then that's awesome. he was super popular they said hey, screw it let's make a new game Exactly. About time. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. So I guess even you know, even though there wasn't a series of games, there was probably you know, Japanese manga fans were pretty happy. That's uh, that's pretty dope. Yeah. Um, 
Hmm. Yeah, you learn something new every day. Not always on Game Ed but this was a, this was a good one. I like that. <laughs> um, John, what do you think of Strider? Uh, I I mean, I've heard it's amazing. I know it's been ported to like every console under the sun. Uh, with the Sega Genesis, or did it come out in Sega CD2 or just Genesis? Ooh. I think it was just Genesis, but maybe CD2. But I know that's considered to be one of those like amazing, like at the time, it was one of the best arcade ports ever. Sweet. Uh, but that's a very roundabout way of saying I've never played it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, See, John. Okay, both of the, both of you need to um get out your Sega Genesis and emulate this game in your <laughs> Sega Genesis console. All you have to do is play the first stage, and the reason I say that is because the boss of the first stage, you come to, you're trying to invade, like, communist, futurist Russia, so you break into the Russian Senate, and the Russian Senate assembles itself into a giant robotic, like, Chinese dragon snake. No shit. That's something like a lemon. <laughs> giant robotic lemon. <laughs> they form lemon like Voltron. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, no. What David said, then what actually happened sounds really fucking cool. Like, I'm sorry, yeah. That, yeah. I'm interrupting this UN meeting. Oh no, you're not. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> it makes no sense, but it's so great because like, <sighs> all of a sudden you see this like robot head come out, and then you actually see them like jump out of the seats and form the body as it yes. starts to like spiral around. That's amazing. Hell yeah, man. Alright, well yeah, uh, that needs to be played by uh, everyone. You know, we all need to, you know, it's a cautionary tale, really, because we all know <laughs> communism's coming back to Russia at some point, so, you know, we need to be prepared for whatever they throw at us in terms of being able to, you know, form themselves into super, uh, super beings. You know, I know Russia's working on that, so. Plus, if you don't learn from history, you're uh, doomed to repeat it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And Strider is like future history. So, everybody get out your laser swords and start practicing. Because one day, you know, super futuristic communi communist robot Russia is going to come and knock it. And, uh, you know, it's going to be up to us to answer the call. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting into, like, a Marines ad now. Like, yeah. <laughs> From the halls of Montezuma to the shores of Tripoli to the robotic <laughs> Russian snake dragon senate. Uh, hoorah! Yeah. <laughs> Game that tune this week brought to you by the United States Marine Corps. <laughs> I'm going to edit in the national anthem prior to playing of Game 3. <laughs> oh, God. Um, anyway, yeah, great pick, man. Uh, <laughs> Check out Going some forward, let's start every episode with a pledge of allegiance. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you all sitting down? Everybody stand up for this. I'm not, I'm not wearing pants. <laughs> None of us are. Yeah. <laughs> That's the secret. Yeah. What's more disrespectful, sitting down for the Pledge of Allegiance or saying it without wearing pants? I'm not sure which one. But we'll find out on next week's Game That Tune. <laughs> Just, that's a secret. When no one's wearing pants, everyone's wearing pants. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, anyway, fuck. Um, let's, uh, let's keep it going. Final game of the night, game four. Game four.
That's nice. I like yeah, that. Man. Very nice. Yeah. I want to start my work day with that. <laughs> with ninjas. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, um, let me start off the trivia by saying I don't expect either of you to have ever actually played this game. Um, but uh, yeah, these are game. the kinds of games that I like to guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, David's brain is going into overdrive. Um, so the main character in this game is always controlled by player one. Player two can choose between three characters, including a Tanuki, a bomber, and a ninja. Named Little Ninja. Additional partners are unlocked throughout the course of the game, including a Tengu, a Scarecrow, a Mole, and a Robot. Cool. Thank you. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. So. All right. What are you guys thinking? Thoughts? Feelings? I have an answer. An answer? An answer. <laughs> I have I have an answer that's probably closer than John's. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's safe bet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What, uh, what are we thinking? Hmm. Uh, John Regan says Key West Ninja featuring Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> That's not correct. David Fleming David. says uh, Kid Nicky, which would be Kid Nicky, Radical Ninja for the NES. That's not correct. Uh, no, this is actually for the Super NES. This is Pocky and Rocky 2. Um, have either of you ever heard of the Pocky and Rocky series? I have. Yeah. It's a bit of an obscure series, but it's pretty fun, man. Like... I would suggest you emulate it uh, through your Super Nintendo. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's a uh, it's it's a really fun little series that I remember as a kid. Like uh, I rented this at Blockbuster a couple of times because it's like, oh, Pocky and Rocky, and look at that. There's it's like cartoons all over the box, and they look all you know hard and cool and Japanesey. I'll rent that. And then, you know, of course, the game itself, not actually, like, uh, not actually, like, as hardcore, it's, like, almost like a trope, like, the box made it look way, like, more, like, radical than it was, like, <laughs> the, uh, the game itself is very cute, um, but it's, uh, it's interesting, it's like an adventure game, you're playing as Pocky, who is a, like, oh, shit, um, she's, like, uh, Fuck, I can't think of what the word for it would be, but she's like Inuyasha, like that kind of time period, like <laughs> feudal Japanish, you know, puffy pants, uh, something, you know, shit. I thought David would be able to help me out on this by now. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just, I know exactly what you're talking about, but I don't know what it's called. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, Pocky is uh, your main character, and uh, you get a series of partners, including Rocky, who is a Tanuki. And, uh, yeah, it's like a, it's like an adventure game and you're exploring the world, but it's essentially like a omnidirectional shooter game. Like it's a shoot 'em up. So you're walking through like a Japanese feudal world and Pocky attacks by throwing cards, which they call magic cards in the United States, but I guess they're, you know, talisman cards in Japan, you know, traditionally. But yeah, you're just, it's a fucking like walking around shoot 'em up. It's like fucking... You know, like one of those top-down shooters, <laughs> but you're a little Japanese girl walking around and throwing cards at things, and a raccoon who, like, you know, also does the same thing. Like, it's it's really interesting. It's it's a uh, it's a weird game, and it's a lot of fun. Um, yeah, shit. I didn't think any of you guys. You know, I was also kind of counting on Jesse being here. I was hoping that maybe he knew about this. <laughs> um, you know, because it's tough to describe. But yeah, you like you. Know, it's it's got a really cool setting because it's like, you know, old school Japanese, you know, uh, monster designs and, you know, like demons and spirits and stuff. And, you know, Rocky is a tanuki and then you get like a Japanese guy who makes bombs, Bomber Bob, which is uh, obviously what they called him in Japan. Pretty sure that's not anything to do with translation. Um, <laughs> and uh, Ninja, Little Ninja, and then you can unlock other characters throughout the course of the game. Like you're just going through the game and you're doing a thing and you come to like a shrine or whatever and it's like oh yeah I'll join you on your journey and it's like oh you unlocked Tengi the Tengu again great translation on Tengi the Tengu <laughs> yeah. or uh, you know you unlock whoever else I said like the fucking you know the scarecrow or the robot or the mole and you know 
that, and then you can, you know, play two players and, uh, you know, yeah, I don't know, man, man, shit, man, uh, I wish there was, uh, some way to get you guys to know this game, but, uh, yeah, so, um, cool, this is, uh, this is not going well for me, I'm rambling here, <laughs> so, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so you... only player two can choose their character, player one is always locked into Pocky? Yeah, player one's Pocky, and then player two uh, from the start of the game can choose between Rocky or the bomber guy or the ninja, and then you unlock more characters, and it's essentially like, as you're moving around the game, the enemies will drop like tokens, and you can hit the token at the right time to switch characters. And so the second player can switch characters at any time. And then if you're playing one player mode, the computer controls the other character, and you can do a bunch of crazy crap to uh, like use the you know the character as like your uh, weapon. You can you know you can hit a button and like mind meld with the other character and take control of it for a second, or you can hit the R button and throw the other character at like the enemies on the screen, and it turns into like a giant sprite of the other character that just like fucking wrecks shit all over the screen. Like, it's a really, <laughs> it's a really weird game. But like you're fighting the boss, and like you're sitting there just like slinging cards and you know. <clears throat> you know, playing, you know, shooting, shooting it up, but then like, you know, like I was playing with Rocky, and you throw Rocky at the boss, and just this big grotesque like Tanuki sprite just takes up the whole screen, and anytime the boss touches it, it gets like damage. <laughs> it's like this game's fucking crazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, I love this, but uh, yeah, it's a, uh, it's you know, a really obscure, weird little series, but uh, you know, they release, you know couple for the Super Nintendo, there were a couple of prequels that came out, I guess, on, uh, like, Japanese Arcade and then NES, uh, under different names, and then I guess, I think the last thing they made was, like, a Game Boy Advance game, Pocky and Rocky and Becky, which is, like, itchy and scratchy and poochy, I assume, they just threw an extra character in there, because Pocky and Rocky wasn't extreme enough, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they're, uh, they're cool little games, you know, it was fun, because it was two players, you could, you know, it was, like, me and my brother, two-playering it up, you know, throwing Japanese cards at things and just doing shoot 'em up shit. And, you know, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, it's, it's like I said, it's kind of tough to describe, but it's, uh, it's worth checking out. Uh, I was kind of disappointed. I was looking. It's not on, like, the virtual console anywhere. It's, you know, it's tough to find. But, uh, yeah, it's an interesting little game. And it's made by uh, Natsume, who, uh, you know, they went on to make, I guess, the Harvest Moon series, among other things. You know, so yeah, it's uh, one of their early games, and it's got just the cute Japanese, you know, chibi style, and you know, it's uh, it's a it's a really great looking game. It's got cool music, and you know, and it's a <clears throat> like I said, it's a unique game in terms of mechanics, because walking around and then you know, it looks like you're walking around like you know, nice nice little world, but you can just you know, fucking you're shooting shit constantly. It's like Galaga mixed with Secret of Mana in feudal Japan. It's like <laughs> this sounds yeah. like everything I've ever <clears throat> wanted in my life. Yeah. yeah in fact, now that amazing. I describe it like that, I assume you are going to leave and go find it. <laughs> so, you know, let's all say goodbye to David as he goes to pursue Pocky and Rocky. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Bye. <laughs> it's uh, it's a lot of fun. I you know I recommend it. I recommend checking it out. And uh, yeah. Yeah, seems like kind of game. You know, I've played it you know more recently. You know, by myself, it's definitely a game that's better played with two people. <laughs> like, there's something not <laughs> so fun about playing a like a game that's clearly designed for two players with only one player. Like, <laughs> you 
Yeah. Oh yeah, the CPU is controlling Rocky, and he's not doing shit. I'm just gonna throw him at somebody. Like, <laughs> damn it, <laughs> I'm getting my ass kicked here. You know, come on. Ah, wish I had more friends who wanted to play wacky old Japanese Super NES games. Bah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a we constant now. struggle. Yeah, it, it really is, man. You, know, you call somebody up, it's like, hey, man, what are you doing tonight? Oh, yeah, I'm going out, I'm doing my thing. You don't want to come over and uh, sit in front of my computer and play Pocky and Rocky? Come on, man, I got two USB controllers raring to go. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> you know... You had me at, you know, Pocky and Rocky, but you lost me at USB controllers. We don't pirate games around here. I'm going to yes. be at the bar. <laughs> uh, this is our most, uh, you know, reference, you know, emulation-heavy uh, show we've done so far. We're having to constantly correct ourselves. But, um, yeah. So, uh, fun game. Interesting uh, interesting little game. Uh, I recommend anybody, uh, anybody that's thinking about checking it out. And, um, yeah. It's... Uh, not the most ninja-heavy game, but I felt like it uh, felt like it fit the theme because uh, Little Ninja is pretty adorable. And you know, if you just change the main character from whatever she is into instead of throwing cards, throwing you know shrikens, then yeah, it'd be a fucking ninja game all over the place. I'm sure that probably Pocky and Rocky and Becky was a ninja game. So, anywho, great game. Um, so, uh, unless anybody has a, a serious ninja-themed lightning round, I think we've reached the end of the game. <laughs> Johnny? Yeah, I was just, during that whole segment, I was Googling, uh, like, list of famous ninjas and <laughs> trying to figure something out real quick. Like, I just list of famous ninjas. <laughs> There's so <laughs> many famous ninjas it could be. <laughs> uh, I mean, though, you know, seriously, in preparing for this episode, I was Googling, I Googled just, like, games with ninjas. And there is a comprehensive <laughs> Wikipedia list of games featuring ninjas. So, uh, yeah, thank you to that list for reminding me of the existence of Pocky and Rocky. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, uh, Johnny, should we, uh, start up that calculating computer? I think so. Calculating computer activated. Computers. Oops. Ninja. And just. Scoring complete. David's been wanting that for so many episodes now. (laughs) This game's winner is... John Harrington. Yeah! That's dope. (laughs) Yeah! Last time it was a tie, I just gave it to David. So this time it was a tie, I'm just giving it to John. Dude, that is the way of the ninja, man. That is, uh, that's (laughs) well done. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you you don't see it coming, the way of the ninja. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's hiding right there in plain sight. You know, um... (laughs) awesome man uh, yeah I was kind of thinking about it I'm like shit man this is going to be a really close game because like anybody misses one like one song then you know we're all down to like two possible games it's a good thing I chose a game nobody's ever fucking heard of <laughs> like <laughs> this one's going to be tricky um, but yeah so uh, I, you know I might counsel with David on this one I, I had a couple of themes in mind you know because you know I like to, we like to do a little video game history around here so you know for the next week's theme uh, this, uh, you know, this month has seen the 30th anniversary of a couple of classic, uh, of a lot, you know, I mean, this year has been the 30th anniversary of a lot of classic video games, but this past month has been the 30th anniversary of a couple of classic, uh, series that, uh, are literally genre-defining, being, uh, Metroid and also Castlevania. Uh, so one of the themes I was thinking about was Metroidvania, 
And then uh, also this month was the 15th anniversary of the Japanese release of the Nintendo GameCube. So I was thinking GameCube games. So, David, you know, what are you thinking? I, I was thinking GameCube games or I was thinking Metroidvania, which means Metroid and Castlevania or Metroidvania games. So, uh, what, are you, what are you thinking, man? Um... Ooh, it's tough, right? It is really tough because they're both good themes. Um, but I think but. if it was up to me, which it's not because I didn't win. We're counseling. I, I really like the Metroidvania idea, and okay. especially the idea of anything from Castlevania, anything from Metroid, and then anything in the Metroidvania subgenre. Yes, like, and that's will, a deep well to pull from. We will back pocket GameCube games at least until the American anniversary of uh, GameCube's 15 years. So, fuck yeah, the theme for next week: Metroidvania games. Anything Metroid, anything Castlevania, or anything Metroidvania. Wanna? Want some side-scrolling adventure? What Metroidvania is for our viewers slash myself that don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, yeah, Metroidvania it's is any kind of like exploration action platformer where there are certain areas you can't get to until you get an ability. Yeah. Okay, so Think it's those non-linear type of games. Yeah. Basically, it's Super Metroid or Symphony of the Night. Yeah. Think of like you know side-scrolling platform games that are exploration-heavy. Gotcha. Yeah, you know, like I said, it's the 30th anniversary of two games that literally are the name of a genre now. So uh, yeah, let's celebrate. Uh, let's celebrate Metroid and Castlevania, and uh, possibly some Metroidvania. Hell yeah, let's do it. Um, yeah. So that is it for tonight's show. Thanks to everybody uh, that is uh, watching along with us live twitch.tv slash game that tune we're also live on facebook which seems to get a huge audience these days uh yeah. just search for game that tune on facebook uh, we're live uh every wednesday night uh thanks to everybody that listens in podcast form we appreciate that we appreciate any reviews you want to leave us or you know shares or any of that crap um, thank you to all of our followers on Twitter. We're now at 300 followers. I was going to say over, but we actually lost followers recently. <laughs> so uh, we're sitting pretty at 300 followers. <laughs> what did you do, John? Yeah, damn it. <laughs> yeah, so all those dick pics I accidentally put out there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I should have I done all those tweets about how I agree with Trump on the Game That Tune account. Yeah, exactly. God, why, why did I live tweet the debate at the Game That Tune account? That was a terrible <laughs> mistake. <laughs> Why did I live tweet the debate with the Game That Tune account and only post good one Trump? Yeah. <laughs> Just that, like every five minutes. Our theme next week is hashtag Trump won. Yeah, so. <laughs> no, wait, shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, thanks to thanks to everybody that you know that participates and makes uh, makes you know the show what it is. Uh, thank you to anybody that uh, sends in requests. Sorry that we didn't get a request in this week, but. Don't let that stop you, because I know you want to request some Metroidvania games. Uh, send us your request uh, through Twitter, through Facebook. Uh, email gamethattune at gmail.com. You know, we're always taking requests. We always keep a backlog of requests. Even, you know, even if you want to give us a shitty little Twitch whisper, we know who you are, <laughs> and we've got your requests. So, uh... <laughs> 
<laughs> we, we just learned about those this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> scouring like five episodes in. Oh, hey, there's a whisper thing. Oh scouring my God. all of our possible request avenues for <laughs> for a request. Oh, hey, Twitch whispers. Sure, let's go with that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. So uh, follow us on Twitter. We're at GTTPod. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at JGangsta187. You can follow Johnny on Twitter at JPReganJR. Yep. You can follow David on Twitter at DFDFleming. Yep. And Jesse's not here, so you don't get to follow him on Twitter. But he's uh, he's at Sega underscore legend. And uh, yeah, man, that's uh, that's a show. Um bonus music for tonight it's uh, a little more pocky and rocky music because i couldn't make it tie in with the theme because i hadn't decided on one for next week so here's the conclusion theme to pocky and rocky peace out y'all shit i'm in pocky and rocky too Combat is copyright 1992 Midway Games. Final Fantasy IV is copyright 1991 Square Company Limited. Strider is copyright 2014 Capcom. Pocky and Rocky II is copyright 1994 Natsume. Shall we? Uh, shall we keep it going? Yes. Game two. Yeah. Game two. What the fuck was that? I don't know. It's a fan request. It's supposed to be. Let's skip ahead of this. It's a ninja song. It's not actually there. Yeah, no, it's just silent. What is this? What about the next track? Oh, 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 oh. sorry. Here we go for real. John, you fuck. <laughs> <laughs>